to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Wednesday, March the 2nd, the day that we celebrate as we enter into a new season, uh, a 40-day season, uh, a retreat, a journey that takes us to Jerusalem, uh, the season of Lent. And so, my friends, wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's uh, just presence, the wisdom to see that Christ walks with you on this journey, uh, this one that takes you and I to the foot of the cross in Jerusalem as well. So my friends, uh, as I mentioned yesterday, because we are entering a new season, the whole ordinary time where we're moving sequentially through a gospel or first readings where we move sequentially through various books like James last week, that is out the window and we are going to be hopping all over the place and selecting just some fantastic readings that assist us on this journey, that, that invite us to open ourselves uh, to this God of surprises and this God who invites us to be born again, to be born anew, to to be seeds that are okay to be planted in the ground and break open and become that new new plant. So today, of course, Ash Wednesday, and uh, our gospel is Matthew chapter 6. Of course it is. It is every year because it sets a tone and it sets a focus for us. Matthew 6, 1 to 6, 16 to 18. And because, well, all of our readings today are just dynamite, but I've got to read a little bit from that second reading because it is one of my favorites. And if my friend Ruth is listening to it, I cannot hear that uh, reading without thinking of you. (laughs) So, my friends, let us break open God's Word together today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head, wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I mentioned yesterday, I used that that image that 
What we enter today, my friends, is a 40-day retreat. It really is. And it's a retreat, my friends, that you and I, but you, for you, get to choose how you want to enter into it and how you want to journey through it. You know, brothers and sisters, we don't have to carry the weight of Lent's past. We don't have to carry the weight that says, you know what? Five years ago, I had a super good Lent, and I did these things, so I'm going to do those same things again. And then we, we're seeking out that, that good feeling or that good Lenten, you know, whatever it was that, that causes us to say it was a good Lent five years ago. Or we don't have to, to, to be like, well, you know, sister, when I was in Catholic school in second grade, said, when you do Lent, you got to do it like this. Brothers and sisters, we need to put all those things away and simply invite God. I mean, it's a dialogue, isn't it? To say, Lord, where do you want me to be with you this Lent? How do you want me to journey with you? Not just asking you to journey with me. I know you're going to do that, and I'm, and I'm grateful for that. How do you want me to journey with you to the cross? What are those ways that I can open up my grasp? What we talked about on Monday and Tuesday this week. What are ways, Lord, that I can simply be made new? What are ways, Lord, I can simply love myself? What are ways that I can take on new ideas, new visions, new, n- new attitudes, adjustments? What are, what are ways, Lord, that you can say, hey, it's time I leave these things behind or invite these new ways of being into my life. And brothers and sisters, that doesn't have to be what it was last year. And it doesn't have to be what it was 10 years ago. Because today is new. God is always new. And, and brothers and sisters, if we don't have the answer to this question today, that's okay. It's a 40-day journey. Maybe God and you come up with that answer for you tomorrow. Or maybe next week. We just have to keep asking the question. We have to keep seeking out what that is. And it may take 39 days for us, but if we get to that point where God and I, in dialogue, come up with that place of, this is the journey. This is how you walk with me and I walk with you. And this is our journey this year. Oh, that's a good place to be. I don't care how many days it takes you. Now, as you know, I'm sure many of you do, Lent was originally a 40-day journey for the catechumen, those who were going to enter into the church. They did an intense retreat for those 40 days. And eventually, again, as is often the case, a, a great practice is seen by the whole entire church. And it says, hey, we see what conversion is going on here. We see what growth. We see this, the beautiful thing that is happening within these catechumen. And, and catechumen merely means those who are going to join the faith, those who will, who will be joining the church and become followers of Christ for the first time into the, in the waters of baptism on the, at the Easter Vigil. And, uh, and then so the church adapted it for its whole, it's, it's all of its people. You know, and of course, the three prong aspect of Lent is brought out right here in our gospel today. Prayer, fasting, almsgiving, prayer, fasting, almsgiving, you know, but that doesn't mean, OK, you know, um, 
again, that, that, that I need to fit those in boxes of what prayer means to me or fasting means to me or almsgiving. Let God and you branch outside and create new boxes. That's entirely okay. So let's take a look at this gospel because, my friends, there is so much in it. It's so much. But again, what we are invited to are how do we become new people through new habits of prayer, if that's what uh, one of those is going to be. Now, remember, prayer doesn't just mean, okay, i got to pray the, the Hail Mary every day, three times a day, or, or 50 times a day. i got to do all the decades. I mean, okay, if that's where God's calling you, fantastic. But, it, but, it's, but it's bigger than that. It can be silent prayer. It can be merely prayers of gratitude. It can be merely opening my heart every time that my heart closes around whatever's going on in the world or in my life or around me and judgments creep in and anger or, or whatever it is, greed or, or lust or, or want or whatever it is creeps in there, that we break it back open and say, no, Lord, it's yours. It's yours. Live in this heart. You know, whatever that prayer is to be. Now here, I love Jesus in, in, because Jesus names things for all of us. It's so true. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. He invites us not just to say, Okay, my friends, be, be women and men of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. He does invite us to do that. But he's saying, But let's go deeper. What are the intentions? What is it you're about in choosing these prayers or this fasting or this almsgiving? What, what is it about? And he says, take care, because clearly it, it was real, and it, it continues to be real in, in our lives and in our world. You know, I think if we were to look at our intentions, I suspect most of them, many of them maybe is a better way to say it, wouldn't be fully pure, right? Maybe it would simply be, you know, okay, it's 80% pure. Or, you know, like Dove, maybe it's, you know, 97.9 or whatever Dove soap is, you know, 99.3% pure. Um, but, but even that, whoa, if I could get to that level. But he's calling out the impurities here. Take care not to perform righteous deeds. Why? In order that others may see them. Otherwise, you have no recompense, okay? And so then he goes through one at a time. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets. Why? To win the praise of others. When you give alms, don't do it to win the praise of others. Don't do it so your name can be on a, on a, on a block on the sidewalk or whatever. I mean, if they want to do that to honor you, that's fine. But if your intention is so people can see me, you know, he's saying, don't do it. Why? Because if you do it for that reason, you have already received your reward. Why? Other people have seen you. That's your reward. They've seen it. And they think you're a good person because that's really what I'm giving alms about. It's about me, not about what I'm giving alms to. And Jesus is saying, take care. Avoid that trap. Instead, when you give alms, don't let your left hand know what your right's doing. Do it in secret. And you're God. Who sees everything in secret? God is, God's not going to be fooled. God sees you. And God's going to repay you. 
And then he gives the same idea with prayer. He says, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to stand, pray in the synagogues or on street corners. Why? So that others may see them. Oh, look how holy they are. Look how good they are. If only I could be that holy. If only I could pray all the time or know all the Psalms like they do or, or lift up and know the right actions, my hands at the right time, all those things. But, you know, when they're doing it for other people to see them, Jesus says correctly, amen, they've received the reward. What is the reward? They want to be seen as holy by other people. And God says, nah, 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 nah. When you pray, go into your inner space. Go into that silent place. Go into that place where nobody else is around, but I see you. And there we can have honest dialogue. And, and I who see you, I'll repay you. And when you fast, don't do it like the hypocrites who neglect their appearance so that others may look at them and say, oh, man, look how holy they are. They must be fasting. Wow. You know, they're barely making it across the street, but they're still doing it. They're plugging away. God love them. They're, they're fasting. And he's saying, stop it. Stop it. They've received their reward. Why? Because they want to be seen that way. They want to be seen as good, holy. Listen, I hope people look at us and see us as good, holy you know, people who, who do pray and fast and give alms. But that's not our intention. That's a byproduct. And it's clear my dog agrees with me if you hear them in the background. But our God is inviting us to look at our intentions. What is it we enter into? What are, what are those things we want to do with our Lent? And what drives those? Where, where do we hope to go with that? My friends, this offers us a new chance, a chance to begin again, to be new. You know, like Jesus, or Jesus, Isaiah says, you know, behold, see, I am doing something new. Even now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? You know, certainly God is doing something new within the world, but he gets to do something new within our hearts. And this Lent is an opportunity for us. And, uh, and before I, I go, I just have to, uh, I just have to, you know, point out a couple of scriptures that talk about fasting and things and I could, I could talk, do this with prayer too, but I love this one from Isaiah 58. It's one of my favorites. Isaiah 58, I'm going to start in chapter or verse five, excuse me. And, and God says to us through Isaiah, this, is this the manner of fasting I would choose a day to afflict oneself? To bow one's head like a reed and lie upon sackcloth and ashes? Is this what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is this not rather the fast that I choose, releasing those bound unjustly, untying the thongs of the yoke, setting free the oppressed, breaking off every yoke? Is it not sharing your bread with the hungry, bringing the afflicted and the homeless into your house, clothing the naked when you see them, and not turning your back on your own flesh, then, then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your wound shall quickly be healed. Brothers and sisters, that is the fast our God invites us into, into new ways of being and living and creating and building the kingdom of God here on earth through fasting and prayer and almsgiving that do active things like that. It is so good. I'm, and, and I'm going to do another verse for you. Micah. Micah is 6, 6 through 8. Again, a very famous verse, but he's pointing in the same direction that Isaiah pointed. The prophet Micah is pointing there too. 
What With what shall I come before the Lord and bow before God Most High? Shall I come with him with burnt offerings? So this is a way of praying, okay? With calves a year old. Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with myriad streams of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my crime, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? And then God answers, You have been told, O mortal, what is good, what the Lord requires of you, only to do justice and to love goodness and to walk humbly with your God. That's what our God invites us into this Lent. We get to do it. It's wonderful. We get to reimagine and rethink and recreate our very beings with the help of God. Remember two days ago that gospel. You doing it on your own? Of course you can't do it. With God, all things are possible. Of course you can do it with God. You and I both can. Okay, before I go, I told you I'd be remiss if I didn't merely, like I did with James quite often, read just a verse uh, from the reading because it's so good not to. Again, all the readings today are good. I hope you're able to get to Mass and just feed on them, just chew on them. They're so good. But this is out of 2 Corinthians uh, 5, and it goes into 6, but it says this. So this is Paul talking to the, the community of Corinth. He says a whole lot of stuff, tells us we're ambassadors for Christ. God, as it were, appealing through us. So he implores us on behalf of Christ. If you're going to be an ambassador, be reconciled to God. And so then he says this to us. After he challenges us to be that ambassador, he says, Working together then, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Right? That's what we're saying yes to, the grace of God. we got to be open to it. He's saying, don't receive it in grain. For he says, in an acceptable time I heard you, and on the day of salvation I helped you. And then Paul says this, behold, now is a very acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Amen and amen, brothers and sisters. We get to enter into this journey. Behold, don't accept this grace of God in vain. Because now is a very acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Let's pray. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Continue through the sorrowful mysteries this week. The third sorrowful mystery, the crowning of thorns. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, holy Mary, mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, holy Mary, mother of God. Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. Blessed Ash Wednesday.